everyone, and welcome back in to a fabulous new Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are excited to be bringing you the show that we have on our program today. And joining us to talk to us about that, we have the creator and performer, the star, if you will, Laura Irene Young. Her show, When Jesus Divorced Me, is playing November 8th through the 12th at the 36th Street Theater. And you can get your tickets and more information by visiting InsideOffTheWall.com. This is a fantastic show. It's actually playing in rep with another show we recently had on, Hashtag Ugly Cry. And we are so excited to learn more about this piece. So let's go ahead and welcome on our guest, Laura Irene Young. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hello, I'm here. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here and have yeah. this great show you're doing, When Jesus Divorced Me, title alone. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, tell me more, tell me more, you know? This is a great show, and it's being performed in rep at the 36th Street Theater. So let's kick things off by having you tell our listeners a bit about what When Jesus Divorced Me is about. Sure. Um, from the title, you think it's probably going to be very, <laughs> very non-literal, but it is. It is a very literal title. I was married to an actor who, during our marriage, got employed to play Jesus at a religious theme park. And then about six months into us being married, he left me with for the girl playing Mary Magdalene. And he said that that was God's plan for him and that I was the one in the way. So this story kind of sets around the 10 years that's around when I first met my ex-husband to kind of the last time we spoke in person, which was in 2008 to 2018. I grew up religious, he did not. And then it's kind of how we kind of cross paths and my mental health deconstruction, self-love journey that happened around this tumultuous time. That is incredible. I mean, seriously, that is, an, what a story. Yeah. So you've kind of touched on the antithesis mm -hmm. of what made you want to write this show, but, but could we kind of explore a little bit more? Was there a particular moment that you went, oh, I have to write this as a show? I always knew I wanted to, first off, my divorce story was definitely something that was talked about at a lot of parties because it went around this religious theme park. And so people would be like, oh, have you heard about this place? And then if a friend of mine was like, oh, I know something that happened there and they would talk about it. So I knew it was entertaining. So there was that. And in 2019, I, I'm from Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh Fringe just posted on Instagram a sponsored ad that for $45, you could submit your, your show to be in Fringe. And I joked with my friends on a, on a mass chain that we had. And I said, oh, maybe it's time for me to write my show. Ha ha ha. And then my Venmo lit up and they all started putting in money for that $45 for me to write the show. So I did it for Pittsburgh Fringe in 2019. It was 45 minutes. It was very different. You know, life, a lot of life has happened since then, but it won best new script at the Pittsburgh Fringe that year. So yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, well, congrats on that for sure. Thank you. <laughs> so now it's here in New York, 2023. Here we mm -hmm. are. What has it been like developing this particular iteration of the show? Lovely. So I there are a few th things. The first time I wrote it, it was just like, here's the silly story behind my divorce, and here's I do a lot of it with like ukulele. There's poetry. There's piano, and here's the silly thing that happened 
ha ha ha. And it, you know, and there's a little bit of mental health in there, but the more separation I had from it and the more I got to rewrite it, the more I realized that this was a story about loving the person that you were like your twenties to thirties. And I think a lot of us look back and go, what a silly, silly person that was. And just this story, the way that I've written it and developed it, hopefully for everyone will be more of a let's hug our 20 year old self. Cause they were trying their hardest and they got into some weird stuff. <laughs> so I think that's the newest kind of iteration for this. And it's been really, really nice. And then I also got to work with designers for the first time. I was commissioned by Off the Wall Productions to do this show. And so instead of it being fringe where it's just me, I got to work with amazing projection designers and sound designers and lighting designers and a director to direct me. And together we all created this show that I think is just really, really lovely. And I don't think that there'd be, if one part was missing, it wouldn't not be as as lovely as a show as it is now so it's been lovely that's fantastic yeah now with it being such a personal story as it were Mm -hmm. is there a message or a thought you hope that audiences take away from the show I I think everybody from who I've talked to, everybody kind of takes away something different depending on what they've been through. Those of us who grew up in the church, like if you are someone who has deconstructed, there's definitely a lot to take away from. If there if you're someone who's been divorced, there's a lot to take away from it, depending. I think one of the highlights of the show that I there's a song in the very beginning where I talk about how much I have a crush on this individual. And who becomes my husband, spoiler alert, Um, but I have a, I have a crush on him and halfway through the song. And I'm really, I'm really worked up about him. And I pause and modern me steps in and goes, but Laura, can't you see that you are a prize and worthy of seeing love in someone else's eyes? And that's kind of the, yeah, I think that's what I want everyone to take away from it is that like, you are worthy of a lot of things. You don't have to chase after them. Like, if you are chasing after them, maybe, you know, like you, you are worthy and just keep that in your heart. So that's kind of the big, and the big thing I would like everyone to take away. That is really lovely. I love that. Beautiful. My final question for this first part of the interview is who do you hope have access to when Jesus divorced me? everyone I think it's really good for for people in their mid-30s or 40s I think that that time when we're trying to figure out where we are now what's coming next but also really trying to heal and love the decisions in our 20s I think that those individuals I would like to see it so that's yeah switch things up now as we head to our second part of the interview and yeah if it's possible let our listeners get to know you a little bit better i mean you've already started opening up to us in that first part but let me start by asking you what or who inspires you what playwrights or composers or shows in the past have inspired you or just some of your favorites I love individuals who create their own work. So I'm a big fan of Bo Burnham, Rachel Bloom, John Mulaney and Nick Kroll. Oh, hello is a big 
love of mine that ability to pop in and out of like and now we're a character and now we're our character playing a character and yeah so I think those those three individuals a lot of stand-up comedians were a big were a big part of at least this show that I'm right you know this show just that ability and like Rachel Bloom's a big one of like how can I process my emotions through song and same with Bo Burnham so those yeah those four individuals I think that is a great list. Love them. Absolutely love that list. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you have been busy getting ready for the opening of your show and everything, but have you seen any great theater lately that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Well, I am from Pittsburgh, so I flew in and I had one day, one day to New York. So I did Sesame Street at 1130. I did Harry Potter at two, and then I did Dracula Comedy of Terrors at seven. And it was a lovely day. And I would recommend all three for various different reasons. Sesame Street, you might be like, well, I'm an adult. Go. It will heal your heart. (laughs) I love that. I love that list, though. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite part about working in the theater? A collaboration, I think, especially in this process, because like I said, I started alone, which was great, but I also didn't. I had friends who were like, no, you have to do this. But yeah, collaboration. And so being able to have designers and have a director and just there was a a beautiful point in the show at the very beginning where I talk about my ex-husband and I never say his name and you'll never know his name and you'll never see his face. And so there's a part in the show where I wrote, hey, I have a friend name, negative sound. I should introduce you. And that's what I wrote. And there was a beautiful part in in a rehearsal where the sound designer and the director were like, what could the negative sound be? And they both look at each other simultaneously and they go, it needs to be a fart. And then we went through a whole bunch of different farts and like what was too long, what was too wet. And we developed this perfect fart sound to cover up his name. So like that amount of collaboration. And there's there's obviously some very sad and poignant points in the show too. But that moment of, I know I would never have thought of half the things that they came to the table with. And that's what's exciting. I love that. Wow. We've now arrived at my favorite question to ask guests. And that of course is... What is your favorite theater memory? I have a I have a lot, obviously. I think the first time you go to a theater and you dress up and you like go and drive in. And I remember the first time my parents acknowledged that I wanted to do theater and they took me to a local production of Man of La Mancha. And I was in fifth grade, which is not the age to see that show. <laughs> but but I went and I saw it and they it was in an old barn because I live in Pennsylvania. That makes me sound <laughs> like I live in the rural part and I don't. But it was in an old barn and there was a moment where they like had these poles and these individuals climbed up the poles to like stare down at what was happening. And I think that was the moment that I knew first off, that I wanted to do theater in general, but that I knew that like in theater, it was all around you. And that that a moment of silence happening above you was so informative to what would happen. And yeah, I just, 
I remember that production kind of changing my life. Like, oh, have you heard of Manifold Matcha? Have you? And they're like, no, we watch DuckTales. I'm so confused. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the moment. That was a big one. I love that. What an incredible memory. What an incredible memory. You love a good origin story, if you will. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Yeah, of course. Thanks for letting me share it. (laughs) Do you have any other projects or productions coming on the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you? I do not. I do have, I do have a children's book I wrote called The Adventures of Dapper Dog. It's about my dog who has anxiety. He is on medication for it. And it's how to kind of like go through life with anxiety. So it's on Amazon if you want to see that. But yeah, I'm hoping to have a few more shows eventually. But this one we're going to complete and then go from there. I love that. Oh, I'm gonna have to check out this book now. This sounds so fantastic. And that leads me to my final question, which is if our listeners would like more information about when Jesus divorced me or about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do that? Sure. I, the best way to reach out to me is on Instagram. It's at Laura Irene Young. Very simple. And then for when Jesus divorced me, www. Not that we need that because it's 2023, but insideoffthewall.com. And then they'll have information about uh, when Jesus divorced me. Also, hashtag ugly cry will still be running in rep after my show closes. So if you have not seen that yet, go see that. And they're both at insideoffthewall.com. Amazing. Love that. Well, Laura, thank you so much for stopping by and taking the time to speak with me. I am just so, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. The show sounds amazing. I love the journey that you've been able to go on and I love everything else that you've been able to share. So thank you so much. Thank you, Andrew. This was truly lovely. Thank you so much. My guest today has been the creator and star Laura Irene Young who is currently starring in her show, When Jesus Divorced Me, playing November 8th through the 12th at the 36th Street Theater. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting insideoffthewall.com. And also make sure to check her out on social media at Laura Irene Young to stay up to date on all her many projects and productions she'll be having coming on the pipeline, including her amazing children's book, The Adventures of Dapper Dog, But for right now, November 8th through the 12th, join us down at the 36th Street Theater to see her great show, When Jesus Divorced Me. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our brand new website for all things Stage Whisper and theater. You'll be able to find merchandise, tours, tickets, and more. Simply visit stagewhisperpod.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. 
You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.